do you want to know the beauty about sports? You're never fully satisfied. Whether your team goes winless or your team takes home the title, you'll always find something to be upset about. And that's why we are forever disappointed. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of uh, FD Forever Disappointed. Today is Friday, November 20th. Um, we got a little bit of a different episode for you guys today. We're going to have our normal segments, you know, sports talk, player of the week, highs and lows and all that. But right after that, we're going to jump into a big draft review episode this week. Uh, we're really excited for it. Um, me and Mike both agreed that, you know, this is a perfect time, you know, given when we record and stuff to, uh, you know, just give our thoughts on, you know, the whole NBA draft process. I don't know about you, Mike, but I've been waiting for like three months for this NBA draft. It's been a while. Like ever since they, they announced that they were pushing the date back, I, I've just been waiting for, for that day. We've been waiting for, ever since the season came to a halt. We've been waiting for a long time. For everything. Uh, NBA draft is one of my favorite, favorite times of uh, all year. Obviously this year was a little bit different and we're going to, we're going to go way too in depth into this year's NBA draft, um, you know, towards the end of this episode. But for now, let's just jump right into it. Uh, sports talk, um, NFL for the week, Mike. A uh, pretty good week for both our teams. Keep keep on rolling. What are the what's the Cardinals record at right now? We are well. We're recording this on Thursday. Um, yes, yes. We we record on Thursdays. Which right now Arizona's at a six and three record and us too, Thursday, baby, us too. On Thursday night, as of Thursday, uh, the time of recording, we are tied for no. We have the division lead versus Seattle. We're both six and three, but we beat um we have the head to head for once, but. Um, tonight's Thursday night game is um, Arizona at Seattle, so big game for us today. Um, yeah, we are we're six and three as well. Um, our problem is that the Chiefs are ahead in the division, even though we beat them. They're seven and one because they have a better record than us, which is uh, understandable. But we are the only team to beat the Chiefs this year, so kudos to that. Um, we're in trouble this week, though. We got like twelve players, I think, on on the COVID list. And like I think eight of them are from the defense, which was already pretty bad to begin with. Oh, so we might see a uh, hundred burger tonight or on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Well, we're playing the Chiefs this week, so yes, possibly you will pro- possibly see the first triple digits get put up. But um, honestly, for some reason, I'm not that scared. Like I feel like our offense kept up with them one game already this year, so I think it's possible to do it again. I mean, Josh Jacobs had one of the one of the best um, weeks of his career against the the Chiefs last last time they played. So, I mean, yes, I'm scared. The Chiefs scare the shit out of me, but I'm not as scared as I usually am. Well, we'll see, they got a uh, DeAndre Baker. So let's see what he does for the defense. Um, well, a quick shout out to my boy Nuck, uh, also known as DeAndre Hopkins. What an animal. I, I'm sure everybody sure. has seen that picture, has seen that video or something. The man mossed three people, Michael. He made he made he had three triplets. I made them all his sons at one moment in time. I, yeah. I haven't seen a catch like that since Megatron. Yeah, I was um it, I was in uh my uh, fraternity's weekly meetings. So um I had the game on my phone and I saw the I had the final like ten minutes on my phone, so I saw the um we took the lead. Then I saw when, uh, with about 30, 40 seconds left, Josh Allen threw a dime to uh, Stefan Diggs. And I was a little upset, but um, I was like, I thought it was over at that point. And then next thing I know, I look and I see uh, Kyler Murray just chuck it downfield with a second left, and uh, D Hop goes up and grabs it. He said, fuck it, hops down there somewhere. Yeah, that's pretty much what he tweeted out there. Um, no, uh, I was actually watching the, uh, the Chargers Dolphins game and right as it ended, we switched over to the, uh, the Bills Cardinals game. And right as we switched over, Kyler Murray was launching the ball. Yeah. We didn't even know what was happening until we looked at the clock and saw DeAndre Hopkins had the ball in his hand and we were like, Oh my God, what just happened? Yeah. So, I saw him go down. Definitely with a crazy and I, I, I saw him come down and I knew he had it cause I didn't see the ball go out anywhere. I was just uh, worried about if there was a flag or something. I was like, Oh, I hope there's no flag coming out anywhere. Absolutely crazy play by DeAndre. Um, but yeah, other than that, Tua Tua's three and zero as a starter now for the I was Dolphins. Say, yeah, you, pretty impressive. You the Dolphins, so yeah, Tua three and zero. You know, he's not really blowing up the stat board, but I don't I don't think it matters. Well, he had a good game versus Arizona. He did, he did, but I mean, you know, he had sub two hundred yards and two touchdowns in two of those games now. But I mean, they're winning, so I, I really don't think it matters what his stats look like as long as they win, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people were giving the Dolphins shit for taking out Fitzpatrick. Um, me included. Um, 
I don't think you, you know, you let a good thing go, but they obviously saw something uh, that Tua was going to help them win now. And they're looking really good in their division right now. So kudos to the Dolphins for uh, shutting us all up. I will say people were also giving shit when Herbert um, has those really good first halves. And um, right now, uh, Tua is winning the early battle. He's won it over versus um, his counterpart. Yeah, um, I I have been saying um, for a couple weeks now that I don't know if the problem with the Chargers is Herbert or if it's like coaching or, you know, the team as a whole, but they really do just shut down in the second half. Like it's really hard to watch sometimes. Like, like they have these really good explosive first halves. They get up or they, they, they're competitive in a game. And then it's like, they sent like there's pop Warner team out there to finish the game. It's really interesting. It's weird to watch. Like for that, why, like just don't go play the first half. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing like the Falcons. It's true, and the uh, Lions. I think the Falcons won a game though, didn't they? Didn't the Falcons win this yeah. week? I think but so. I'm not the sure. Lions. I know the Lions won. The Lions won on on an absolute bomb of a 59 yard game winning field goal by Matt Prater. Matt Prater after uh, Dustin Hopkins is still the kicker for Washington, right? Yeah, he's a uh, no. he's he's good. He he went to FSU. He's a really good kicker. Um, if nothing else, FSU puts a lot of kickers in the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Aguayo's a. I can. I mean, other than Aguayo, I can name like three off the top of my head: um, Hopkins, Graham Gano, Sebastian Janikowski. I mean, all of those uh, guys. Janikowski's Janikowski's still in the league. No, he's retired, but he played in the league for like fifteen yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can put three kickers in the league who all play ten plus years in the league, I I would call you KU kicker. You. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but yeah, uh, NFL, I saw NFL put, uh, they, they put all 32 teams under like strict COVID rules now. Cause I guess they were, I guess the, the numbers were getting up there for like the players and stuff. I think, yeah. I think what they were expecting was, is like the numbers to like slowly rise and rise and rise. And then at some point just start plateauing, but I don't think that's happened. Like when they thought it was going to happen. So they're, they're taking measures right now. I know the Raiders lost a draft pick and we've been fined a shit ton of money because we don't follow any rules. Yeah, John Gruden needs to tighten up. I mean, we're winning, so I could care less if they follow the rules or not. As long as we keep winning, um, as Al Davis said, just win, baby, win. But uh, who knows? They can maybe miss on uh, Kyle Trask because they lost a draft pick. We don't need Kyle Trask as much as I love Kyle Trask, uh, and we'll get back to him soon. But we don't need him. We have Derek. Derek is leading this team to the best of his ability. Um, but yeah. NFL is really starting to ramp up now that baseball's over and basketball's been over. You know, we really only have a couple things to watch. So NFL is going to get a lot of attention um, as time goes on. Hopefully they don't have to like stop the season. I don't think it's going to come to that though. No, it hasn't been too bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much I had for, for NFL uh, college football though. I, I know this is a touchy subject for you right now, Mike. Um, yeah, I've given up on. You could say you could say your piece. Uh, I've now. given up on. I've given up on watching Louisville play. They're uh, they're in no man's land this season. So who I'm do you guys play this them. weekend? I don't even know, and I don't care. Oh wow, he's really pissed, y'all. Um, well, I'll make you feel a little bit better. Florida's uh, six and one, six and one now. We put the hurting on Arkansas this weekend. Uh, Felipe had a good game though. I was happy Felipe played played well. Um, they booed him. I was really upset. They booed him when um when he came out. Uh, for his first series and I, I was very upset about that I'm not I'm not happy about that um you know he didn't do anything to deserve that I think that you know he he played as hard as he could for us for three years he got hurt lost his job and he said oh I'm gonna go help myself and and go uh you know try and play football somewhere else and I have nothing but respect for Felipe for that um I, I really I really want to say right now like I'm I'm not happy that they booed him when he came out but PJ was at the game and he did tell me that um like it looked like almost like a thousand fans or something stayed and waited for him by the tunnel before he left. So that made me feel a little bit better. Nice. Yeah. I just checked on the schedule. Louisville plays uh, Syracuse this week. Oh, so it's it's two a and poss- six, possible win. Two, two and six Louisville versus one and seven Qs. So oh, you got a chance. We'll got a chance. I've shifted over to to cheering for the Hurricanes this season now. Uh, yes. Michael is uh, flip-flopping. The 12th ranked Canes at 7-1. I respect it. I've done it before. It's a, it's a bold move. It's a bold strategy. Um, but, yeah, Gators put up 63 on Arkansas this week. Kyle Trask had another huge game. Um, we'll get back to that in the next segment. But uh, a bunch of games are getting canceled again this week. Um, yeah, the Canes are canceled for a couple weeks. I was reading something uh, saying that 
they were because I, I don't know if you saw this or not. They were talking about possibly moving the playoff back to try and incorporate the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. But um, the article I was reading said that they won't do that unless those conferences commit to playing nine plus games. I think it was. If the Pac-12 and the Big Ten aren't going to get nine games off, then the playoff committee is just going to be like, okay, and then we'll we'll judge you based on what you have. But they're not gonna they're not gonna like try and like move the timetable back for them if they're not going to try and play more games. Which honestly, I, I agree with. Yeah. If you're going to play, if if Ohio State's going to go seven and zero and not play any meaningful teams, I mean, w- w- what are we supposed to do? Like, are we supposed to just say, okay, you're in? But what if they win the conference? But win the conference and, and beat who? Wisconsin. Uh, I did ask you earlier, and it is on air. If Ohio State goes undefeated and wins the conference, you said he had no problem with them making over one. Yeah, but I said I also said they had to play ten games. We'll go back and review the tape. You, you can go back and review the tape. I know what I said. I said they had to play at least ten games because anything less than ten games is is bullshit, in my opinion. I mean, even nine, I'll give them nine games, but any eight, eight or less is 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 not even a season to me. That that's a, it's like a, a practice season. That is true. We'll go back and review. The well, tape. We can go back and re- tweet us. We can go back and review the tape. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, but yeah, college football, they're canceling a lot of games, but we're still getting college football every weekend. So I guess we shouldn't complain. Um, but yeah, a lot of Pac-12 games getting canceled. Big 10 games getting canceled. I haven't heard anything about the Big 12. Um, I think they've pretty much beaten themselves out of playoff possibilities. Everybody which just conference? keeps... Which, oh, the Big 12? Yeah, everybody just keeps beating oh, yeah. everybody. They suck. Yeah. Poor Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler's got it next year. Yeah, we'll see. Gotta give kids time, Michael. You're too quick to judge. Spencer Rattler's gonna be a baller next year, I promise. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, NBA free agency and trades. We've had a couple of trades since our last episode. Um, Chris Paul. Biggest one's Chris Paul to the Suns, right? I mean, that's yeah. Pretty much the one we care about, at least. Um, I, I really like that pick, actually, because you, you, you put a, a veteran point guard, you know, with the scoring um, of Devin Booker, and you, you allow Chris Paul to get into a pick-and-roll situation with someone like DeAndre Ayton. They could actually be pretty successful. I mean, we saw towards the end of last year what they could do, you know, when they really wanted to play, like, team basketball. Yeah, that's true. But um, I think that's a good move for the Suns. I really do. Um, it's a step in the right direction. I know that, you know, Chris Paul isn't a permanent solution. But I, I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they ended up taking a point guard somewhere in the draft la- last night. Um, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember either, but I think they did end up taking a younger point guard that they could build on. So that's good for them. Um, I do think that's a good move by the Suns, though. What what were the other trades that was happening? I know the Thunder The Thunder had just been collecting picks. I think I, yeah, I saw something. good in the long haul. Yeah, I think I saw something that said they had like 32 first-round picks. Yeah, they, they flipped Oubre to, uh, to Golden State. They did. I saw that. They flipped Oubre to, to Golden State. I did see that. Oh, um, yeah. I got another one. Uh, Drew Holiday to the Bucks. Yeah, I was about to say that one. The one you're upset about. I am upset. I, it's, I'm upset not because the Bucks got better. Well, obviously, I'm upset about that. But I actually like Drew Holiday like as a player. And now part of me has to root against him because he plays for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Just like part of Michael has to root against Jordan Nora because he now plays for the Bucks. I don't root against Jordan Nora. I root against the team. Okay, so for so, Jordan Noah. So let's say, let's say, just hypothetical, hypothetical here. Let's say, heater up one, no time on the clock. Jordan Noah shooting two free throws. What, 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 what are you cheering for? He's not getting to that position as a rookie. Okay, answer the question. Don't, don't dodge the question like a politician. He's not getting that position as a rookie. Answer the question, Michael. Let me ask you a question first. Okay, go ahead. Kyle Trask. Sure. Is. A game-winning drive. He's at the two-yard line for the okay. uh, for the Broncos. Okay. What are you rooting for? Again, Fuck when he's em. playing versus the Raiders. Fuck him. Go, Ra- go Raiders. Okay. Okay. That I'm sorry. Yeah. I love Kyle Trask, but as soon as you you start messing with my Raiders, it's over. That's true. Yeah. 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 No, was, I'll be going for I'll be going for the Heat in that situation. Okay. Okay. I was telling um I was telling somebody the other day that I'm actually really happy that all of the teams in my division have a quarterback at the moment. Cause like none of them really need Kyle Trask right now. So no, hopefully he, he won't get drafted to any, like, cause the chargers have Herbert, the, the, the chiefs have Broncos Mahomes, have, obviously, and the Broncos have drew lock. 
Mm-hmm. If Drew Locke can just be decent this year enough to like secure his starting spot for next year, then it'll it'll make sure that Kyle doesn't get drafted. By what one. if Kyle gets drafted by the Patriots? I'm happy. I have no I have no quarrel with the Patriots. We've been over this. I have nothing. There's nothing. I have nothing against the Patriots. Mm. Um, if Kyle gets the Patriots, they should start him right away. Um, Cam's out. Kip Cam's ass out the door. And said, "Here are the keys to the kingdom, my friend. Uh, lead us to another six titles." Kyle, uh, I feel like Kyle will either go to the Jets or he'll be a uh, Kirk. No, the Jets are the Jets are going to get Trevor Lawrence, and we'll see if Trevor stays or not. But um, if not the Jets, I feel like Kyle can uh, be a Kirk's replacement in Minnesota. That's fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kirk Cousins is good at all. I think he's awful. Did he? Did they win on Monday night? Or the ba- or or he could go to Chicago. That'd be cool. That's good defense. They Chicago needs weapons though. I don't. I I I don't. I've been saying this for a little bit now. I don't think Chicago's problem is a quarterback problem. I really don't I believe it's the fact that they don't have any named wide receivers other than Allen Robinson. I can't name another wide receiver on that team, and I really off the top of my head can't name a running back on that team. Well, I mean, you could also say it's the quarterback problem because um, look at the Patriots last year with Brady and. All yeah, they had was, I mean, you're splitting hairs know. there. I mean, Brady is Brady's the goat. Hey, right, what about Rodgers? Rodgers never had any help besides uh Devontae. They they won the title. They had they had Randall Cobb. They had Devontae, and they had somebody else. They had and they had Jim. Didn't they have Jimmy Graham? No, they didn't have Jimmy. Graham. I don't know. They did have Randall that year when they. No, won. they had uh, Martellus Bryant at, at mm. tight end. He's had years. You're right. You're right. I, I will agree with you that Rodgers has no help right now. But he's had years where he's had help. I, I do think that the Bears need to load up offensively because that defense is going to – they're going to waste away that the, one of the NFL's best defenses um, because they can't score more than 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, um, we kind of got off track there, but NBA trade rumors, uh, Drew Holiday to the Bucks, the Thunder have been racking up picks, like a lot of picks. Still trying to figure out this shit show that's James Harden. Yeah, uh, that was that's another thing. I actually had an assignment the other day asking me about this. Like it was like a discussion post asking me about this. Mike, do you think that when like a player requests to be traded to a specific team, that like the team should trade them to that team, or should the team just be like, "I'll trade you wherever and whenever I want to"? It depends because James Harden has given a lot to. I mean, they haven't won anything. Yeah, but he he's given it to the city. I agree. He's given a lot to Houston. I will not deny you that. He's he's given them he's given them a lot to the city. So like I feel like something like that you they might should grant his wishes. They don't have to, but like I think they're more inclined to rather than someone who just uh, not even play like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis really didn't do shit in New Orleans, and true, they granted true, true. his trade to to LA. Yeah, I just I just like I get why they say where they want to be traded. I do, but at the same time, I'm like, hmm. Like should like like, so uh, what I'm I guess what I'm asking is is like, should James Harden be pissed off if they trade him to like a different team? Uh, probably not. He's as he's the one asking out of Houston. That's true. Listen, he know. turned he turned down fifty mil a year. I, I agree. I, anybody who turns down fifty mil a year needs to go get their head checked. I mean, it, it also shows they don't care about the money at this point. He wants that ring. It's true. Ah, uh, see, so you can't ring chase at the end of your career. You got to get your rings early and then get your money. That's the uh, it's the formula. Look at Melo. Yeah. It didn't work out for Melo. I was gonna say Fred Van Vliet learned it. Now he's uh chasing his bag. Go get go get your bag now. It, I I mean, obviously, it's way easier said than done to get your ring early. Obviously, but yeah. um, you know, there's there are guys who who you know after, in their first free agency go out there and they they go looking for money rather than trying to win. And I, I really do think that that's a, a mistake, at least from what I can see. Um, like Melo, Melo signing with the Knicks after he left Denver rather than going to like the Bulls or the Heat, that like somebody who could compete for a title. I really did think that that was a mistake in his career. Well, um, he wasn't going to go to Miami because we had LeBron at that time. Well, the, the original plan was him, Le- LeBron, and Wade. Mm. But I guess, I guess he wasn't about that action. So the, they said, okay, we'll, we'll go get Chris Bosh. We don't need you which I guess was true. Um, but yeah, NBA trade rumors are only going to, they're only going to keep going and the heat haven't even done anything yet. We all know Pat Riley's working off the working around the clock right now, just trying to find something that's going to work for him. Yeah. With this whole James Harden thing, all the LeBron stands are pissing me off. Why? LeBron stands are out here saying you really, uh, it really takes a team of KD, Kyrie and Harden to 
to beat a 35-year-old LeBron when they completely ignore the fact that LeBron needed AD to even make the playoffs last year. I was going to say, I, I mean, what, what, oh, so it's okay when LeBron makes a super team, but when everybody else does it, it's not okay? It's like, oh, they, that just shows LeBron's career. I mean, LeBron LeBron, had, LeBron, missed, LeBron needed AD to make the playoffs. Uh, LeBron had Kyrie and Kevin Love, and they made the finals. I mean, LeBron had, yeah. Wade, LeBron had Wade and Bosh, and like they won a title. Like, I mean, yeah. That's the that's the reality of today's NBA. You're not going to win with one guy. You're not going to win with two guys. You got to build a, a a strong team. LeBron, LeBron stands don't. The know LeBron stands are annoying. The LeBron stands don't even know what teams they should be rooting for anymore. I, I I can't stand when people are just only LeBron fans. Like I really don't like it. It, it makes me upset because like. For that, like, well, why do you even watch basketball if, if you don't have a team to root for? Oh, I like this guy. You can like a player and still have a favorite team. Yeah. But these LeBron stands, just, they're, they're the definition of bandwagoners. Like, they just hop on every team that the guy's on. They, they all burn their, their Cleveland jerseys, and then four years later, he goes back to Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland, the Cavs. Oh. And now, now they all act like they've been Lakers fans their whole lives. Well, you haven't. You've been losers your whole lives. They're annoying. Yeah. I don't deal with LeBron stands anymore. Um, just ignore him at this point. But yeah, he didn't he, he didn't need AD to make the playoffs. Uh, I will I will agree with that. Um, I was oh, that was another trade. They traded Danny Green for Dennis Schroeder. That's right. Wait, has it has it been official yet though? It is because I think what and yeah, it is because OKC then sent Danny Green to the Sixers. Mm. Okay. Wait, they did? Yeah. They sent they sent him to the Sixers for like Al Horford and like two first round picks I think. Damn. Oh okay. Yeah, and another one was um, Seth Curry got traded for Josh Richardson. Yeah, basically the Sixers traded a uh, Jimmy Butler for Seth Curry. Basically, if you really think about it, that's what's hap- That's what happened. Um. Yeah, the Sixers front office needs help. Yeah. Them them signing Doc Rivers should be a sign that they need help. And I respect Doc hey, Seth, Rivers. Seth Curry will be uh, with his stepfather. I was going to say, uh, it makes it easier. Seth Curry is married to Doc Rivers. Is, uh, it's not his stepfather. It's his father-in-law. You nut. Father-in-law. Father-in-law. My bad. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's true. That's true. Um, I saw something on ESPN the other day that said that college basketball is looking to do a bubble in Indiana for the tournament. It is, I think that's a good idea. I think it is a good idea too. At least now, Coach K, Coach K was pissed off about it. Was he really? He says it's going to be a little challenging and difficult. Why? I don't know. Uh, Coach K, I feel like Coach K gets pissed off at a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's going to be hard. Sixty-four teams, a lot of people. That's true. But um, they, I mean, they have they have time to figure it out. So I mean, they if they if they do really want to do that idea, they have time to commit to it. What and they can do is have a bubble in each region. That's true. Um, and then the final four is a bubble itself. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. About, I mean, uh, it's pretty much what it is anyway, right? You just have four regions, a bubble for each re- region, sixteen teams. I mean, that's what the NBA just did, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like they can do that rather than having one whole one large bubble for all sixty four. Yeah, I think that's a better idea. That's a good point, right? I think that's a better idea. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously see what happens. Um, you know, when that when March Madness comes around, is March Madness even going to be in March? I hope so. I hope so too. Um, yeah, college basketball starts in I think like a month. No, close sooner. Than that. I think NBA basketball mm-hmm. starts in a month. I think. Um, I think college basketball starts in like two weeks or something like that. Woohoo! Basketball games. Um, I know Florida said they're gonna allow like two thousand people at the basketball games. That's not bad. Yeah, Louisville said Louisville said they'll, they'll uh, allow a couple people. That's cool. I mean, you gotta let somebody in there. Playing in an empty arena is weird. It's Coach Max' year to to finally get his ring. Is it? Is this is this Louisville's year? Are you calling that right now? At on? Are you calling that right now on uh, November twentieth at six, six o'clock? Are you, are you calling? You call Cardinals all the way? Coach Mack will get his first ring. All right. You heard it here first. Michael predicted, and you heard it. Louisville Cardinals win it all this year. It'd be their first title in a long time, right? Because, no. no. When was the last time they won the title? Uh, uh, hold on. Let me, let me pull up the record book. 2013. Oh, no. No, it says here in, in 2013 that nobody was, was, was named champion. It's just, I can't read this word. It says 
Va- vacated? V- vacated title. What does that mean, Michael? That means the uh, NCAA is a bunch of bitches. <laughs> that's exactly what that means. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, that's pretty much all I had for this week in sports, Mike. Did you have anything else? No, I think we pretty much got, um, yeah, all of it done. All right, cool, cool, cool. Then we'll, let's jump to, let's jump right into player of the week. I'll let you go first. Um, you know, relieve the sting of no title in 2013. My, uh, it was a title. My, um, my player of the week is um, D Hop. Nug. D Hop, seven catches for 127 yards and one touchdown. His longest catch of the game was 43 yards, and he only had one touchdown of the game. And that 43 yard longest catch of the game and that one touchdown was that game winning Hail Mary. I, I want to oh, just jump in here. I want to say thank you to DeAndre Hopkins because he won me two fantasy games this week with that touchdown catch. That, that, that touchdown catch sealed the games for me in fantasy this year or this week. It, it, it was a great play to watch. Um, that For that reason, um, D Hop is now in the 99 club in Madden this year. Congrats. He, he honestly deserved it. Yeah. That, I mean, we, they just need Julio on there. They need to get Michael Thomas out. Yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas hasn't played. That, that, that's crazy. Michael Thomas hasn't played all year. Michael Thomas isn't the best receiver in the NFL. Who is the cover of this year's Madden? Was it Patty? No, it's Lamar. Ooh, Madden curse. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, D-Hop, 99 club. Um, fun fact, Jordan, uh, well, yeah, D-Hop is wearing um, Jordan Jordan's gloves. gloves. Um, this week, Jordan's made $5.7 million. Good job, D-Hub. It's called brand awareness. The power of the gloves. The power of the gloves. I, I completely agree. Um, good good, good player of the week, Mike. That's a good pick. Co-player uh, co- will be um, uh, Kyler Murray. Okay. Game winning touchdown pass. He had about three uh, – or no, two running touchdowns, two, uh, two on the ground. He's getting me pissed He's... off with these running touchdowns. Throw the ball to DeAndre. That's true. Hey, but we're winning, so yeah, I mean, all that matters yeah, to me. I mean, I'm just upset because he won't throw him the ball. Kyler, Kyler wants to do it all by himself. You have every right. Um, no, that's a good pick. I, I, I had uh, I had DeAndre Hopkins as one of my finalists for player of the week this week. Um, but I can't give it to anybody else, Michael, other than Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, if you live under a rock right now and you don't know what's happening, Kyle Trask is a baller. Let me read you his stats from this week. Two, 23 for 29, 356 yards and six touchdowns. And they pulled him early. Nice. Pull them out of the game early. Good week. Great week. Six touchdowns in one week is, is crazy. Let me read Not you his season stats, Michael. SEC leading 28 touchdowns. 2,171 yards. Three picks. And if you count his pick sixes, he actually has 30 touchdowns. And Wait, so he has three picks and two of them are pick sixes? Yeah, I know, right? That's not a good look on him. No, it's not. But he only has three picks through seven games. That, that's Those are Jameis numbers. Whatever, man. Listen, all I'm saying is that he is now officially, according to the projections, the number one uh, Heisman um, projected winner right now. So Mac Jones, Mac Jones will win the Heisman. Hashtag 11 for Heisman. Mac Jones for Heisman. He has better stats than Mac Jones. Like yeah. a lot Bama's of undefeated. Bama's undefeated right now, though, so you know they'll carry that. It doesn't weight. matter. It it doesn't matter. They love they love Bama, so they'll carry that undefeatedness as a as a reason he wins. I don't think so. I think I think if if Trask has five more touchdowns and like that three hundred more passing yards that he has right now than over Mac Jones, I think they have to give it to him. We'll wait to see who outdoes each other in the SEC title game. True, true, true. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. This is another question that's been floating around uh, my part of town here for a little bit. Right now, Kyle Trask is projected a uh, high to mid second round in the NFL draft. If he gets the Heisman, does he go first round? Mm, maybe first round. Yeah, I think he'll go late first round if he gets the Heisman. Yeah, uh, he he won't go first overall. Or, or, no, 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 be, no, he won't be. I don't think. I don't. I think. He'll, I don't think he'll even. I think he'll probably be the third, maybe even the fourth quarterback off the board. It'll be uh, tre- it'll be Trevor at one. It'll be Trevor at one. Fields will be the second one taken if he leaves. And um, everybody talks about that guy from North Dakota State, the one who played one game. Yeah, that guy. I don't know why everybody talks about him, but that's, everybody talks about him. Yeah, we'll see. 
we will see. Um, the NFL draft is a long way away. So who knows? Maybe, uh, uh, Clemson lost in Notre Dame, uh, helps, uh, Trevor's case for Heisman. Why? Cause without him, they lose. And with him, they're a way better team. Yeah, but he's missed two games. I don't think he's going to have the stats to win it. We'll see. We'll see. Cause well, as they, of are, right they now, are a different team. Yes, but as of right now, him and Kyle have played the same games, and Kyle's beating him in all stats. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, we shall see. I agree. We shall see. We will wait um, till it's see there. It kind of sucks, though, that their Heisman's virtual. I feel like they should at least have the... At least let the players go. They could have had the players, yeah. I agree. Um, but, yeah, uh, I do think it will be interesting to see how you know how the rest of this year plays out, who goes, uh, who gets to air quotes around go to New York because nobody's really going to New York. If um, Mac Jones wins it or Trevor Lawrence wins it, is the Heisman um, Hyman asterisk this season because of the shortened season? Absolutely not. Okay, because my next question, if you were saying yes, I was like, what if uh, Kyle Trask wins it? Absolutely not. Whoever wins a Heisman this year deserves it. Okay. I'm going to say that right now. That's not because I have $100 on Kyle Trask to win the Heisman. Um, but yeah, so I will leave it at that for my player of the week. Uh, hashtag 11 for Heisman. We need a new statue outside of our stadium. Um, but yeah, so we'll jump into highs and lows then you went first, right? So I guess it's, yeah, yeah. I get to go, I get to go now. Um, you know, it, we were thinking about this for a while. It, it really, it was really hard for me to think of lows for this week. I've actually had a pretty good week. Um, I am slowly but surely running out of money, so I will need a job soon. All campus jobs have saved me. I yeah. get paid today, actually. Nice payday. Cha-ching. Um, but yeah, I am slowly but surely running out of money. I still have a good amount left, but I got to start budgeting because mm. that, that period between semesters takes a real chunk out of my change. Well, it's, uh, work back home with us. Well, I, I want to, but the problem is I don't get home till like mid-December and then I go on vacation the day after Christmas. Mm. So, I mean, I'm going to try, I'm going to see, I'm going to see, um, you know, what my schedule looks like by the time I get back home, I'm, I'm definitely going to try and work or grab like, uh, you know, some like day jobs, maybe work at my dad's warehouse for a couple of days. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yes, slowly but surely running out of money, uh, weather changes here in Gainesville. I love the cold. I love the fact that it's like 60 degrees outside. Um, I know you people can't see this, but I am wearing a star Wars beanie on my head right now because my ears are cold. Um, but the, the weather changes always make me sick. Like if it goes from extreme hot to extreme cold in like one or two days, I get, I get congested. I start coughing. I get phlegm in my like throat. It's really bad. And like, I feel bad because we're living in times right now where if you cough, everybody thinks you have COVID. Mm -hmm. So I'm over here trying to hold in all my coughs and stuff. And I'm just trying to like, let people know like, no, this is not COVID. This is me not being able to adapt to weather. Yeah. That happens to me. But uh, yeah, weather changes mess with my body more. Like I don't get sick very often, but weather changes is the one thing that that always does it for me. Um, but yeah, that's all I had for lows. Like I said, it was it's it's been a, a pretty good week for me, a pretty chill week. It's this week felt like it gone by really fast. I don't know about you. It has. It like I feel like I woke up yesterday and it was Monday, and now it's Thursday, and I don't know what's happening. Um, but highs. My one of my favorite holidays is coming up freaking love thanksgiving thanksgiving is literally just bottomless food and football i don't know how turkey you, and football turkey and football oh my god i literally cannot wait till that till, to wake up that thursday um i'm rolling in fantasy right now michael back-to-back wins in both my leagues ahead of the division by two games in one of my leagues i suck in the other one but at least i'm winning right now um fantasy is, is going well for me despite my best efforts to screw it up i i left like 30 points on the bench last week uh it, in the form of naheem hines and uh what else what else there was another there was another uh oh cory davis at like 21 one week and i left him on my bench and we i still found ways to win which is kind of crazy um and my last high is school's almost over um i know you i know you're done once thanksgiving hits i got to come back for a couple weeks after thanksgiving for finals and stuff, but we're almost there. Yes, sir. The, uh, the finish line is right in front of our faces, Michael. And then we get to go on vacation for a little bit and we get to do it all over again. But mm-hmm. like I said, pretty chill week, pretty fast week. So not, not a lot happening. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. 
All right, well, um, I'll kick it to my highs and lows. I'll start with the lows first. Um, lows, finals week is coming up. Um, Saturday starts finals week. Um, I have a final that's given out tomorrow or today on Friday, and I have till Tuesday to complete it. I have a final on Monday from 4 to 6, and I have my, a final on Tuesday from 10 to 12, and then I'm done with finals. Um, another low is um, because of COVID this year. Unfortunately, it's not going to be a turkey bowl for us. Oh, is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, oh, I mean, it, it's a high for you because you don't got to worry about losing for a fourth for, for, year. Well, I think it's third. Third? I thought it was 3-0 already. Are you 3-0? You might be, I honestly. Think so, we yeah. keep losing close games. We're like the Chargers yeah. of turkey so, bowl. You could have... You're lucky because you don't lose for a fourth straight year. I want to. I want to make a point. I'm going to stop you right there, my friend. I want to make a point that I have been. We we play a Turkey Bowl every year. It's a Dade County versus Broward County, and we've lost some pretty close games. You know, it really breaks my heart sometimes. But I was on the recruiting trail this year. I have cut people. I have added people. I have I have made moves as a general manager to make sure that my team was ready to win, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> so. COVID was giving you a blessing of you're not going to lose this year. We, we had it this year. I was so convinced that we had it this year. It would have been another, uh, another year, another loss. Whatever. Keep oh, going. Yeah. Keep going. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, no church Next. people. That kind of that sucks. Um, but in all seriousness, I hope everyone stays safe this Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, uh, be, be, be careful. Yeah. You are going to play a turkey bowl, wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. Um. My high is now, like I said, is a low finals week, but that's also a high because school is basically over. Um, no more lectures. It's just studying now. So there's no more uh, having to get up early. Well, just having to get up early for if you're final, depending on what time it is. Mm-hmm. But um, no having to worry about class or assignments, just getting that final done. And then school's over. Um, school technically ends on Wednesday after finals. So Wednesday, I will be Wednesday morning since um, me and my brother finished on Tuesday. Wednesday, we'll be going home in the morning. So Woo-hoo. next next week, Wednesday, we'll be going home. So today is uh, as recording. Today's my last day in, in Duval for 2020. We'll see how... Uh, Got to get packed in there, pal. Yeah, we don't need to pack. It's easy. We'll see how Jacksonville is, though, uh, in the new year. Um, another... Hi, like you mentioned, Thanksgiving. It's always a great holiday. Um, I feel like Thanksgiving probably has to rate, be ranked higher for me than um, Halloween. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it was Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Halloween for me. Hmm, as far as holidays go for me, I'd probably say Christmas. I'd probably say, honestly, I think Thanksgiving is one of my favorites just because of turkey. I love turkey. I'd probably say Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then like 4th of July because I'm an American. Yeah, thanks. Halloween and Fourth of July are both tied up. There. Halloween's a, a drinking holiday for me. Yeah. Um, but Thanksgiving always got to be happy about that. Um, it's always watching Dallas lose, watching um Stafford turn <laughs> to uh Thanksgiving Jordan. Yep. Watching the uh the third game that's always different every year, and then you can always count on watching the Egg Bowl between um. Mississippi State and Ole Miss. I forgot that that game's played on Thanksgiving every year. Every Thanksgiving's always played. By the time I eat dinner, it's always like the third game. And then it, when I finish eating dinner, it's always the start of the Egg Bowl. I, I, I really I really did forget that that game is played on Thanksgiving. Interesting. Um, I, think, I think Ole Miss is going to win that one. Yeah, we'll see. If Ole Miss pisses on the floor again, they'll lose. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think he. Uh, who was it? The the guy is from St. Thomas. What's his name? Um, I can't remember his name. Oh my God, he's having a great year too. Uh, Elijah Moore. I think Elijah Moore learned his lesson. By the way, that wasn't his idea. You know that, right? Who was it? The, DK Metcalf did that the year before. I was gonna say. I remember someone reading about somewhere DK did that. DK so. did that the year before, and Elijah Moore was just doing it because DK did it the year before. <laughs> And he thought he it worked. DK didn't get flagged for it though. That's weird. It is, right? God, just piss. Dog Thanksgiving piss. questions, Joey. Stuffing or no stuffing? Uh, Michael, come on. Stuffing is delicious. Okay, I am a no stuffing person. You're a no stuffing um, person, really? No, wow. I, I am not. Oven turkey or deep fried? Deep fried. 
That's the right answer. Peanut All oil the way. way. Peanut, Peanut oil, oil is the way, way to, to go. go. Hell yeah. I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I like, I like a baked turkey. I do. It's delicious, but that there's no comparison to a fried turkey. No, that, that deep fried is a uh, quicker. Tastier. Better. Yeah. It's just, it's just better. Yeah. Oh, when I come home, I'll be, uh, I'll come home Wednesday. So that Wednesday night I'll be, uh, seasoning the turkey. Nice. Yeah. I love, I love frying a turkey. Um, definitely, definitely the way to go there. I've smoked a oh, turkey before. What my boss was telling me that they smoked the turkeys. I didn't yeah. know you do that. We did it one year. Came out really good. Nice. Yeah, it's like they tasted yeah. like uh, like the turkey legs you get at like Disney. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Wednesday I'll be stuff. I'll be uh, season the turkey. So I'm pretty sure we have mojo at the house. Nice. Always need mojo. Of course. And mojo, then uh, mojo for you white people. And then um, yeah, Thursday just put that bad boy in the uh, the deep fryer. There's favorite um than that sound. Favorite side, Joey. Ooh, I would have to say stuffing. stuffing. I love stuffing. I think it's delicious. Nice. What's your favorite I'm, side? I'm probably gonna go with the cranberry sauce. Really? Never I been like a the, fan of, of the cranberry sauce. I like cranberry sauce. Okay, look at us. You learn something new every day. I, I, I've known this kid since I was four, and I didn't even know he liked that. Learn something sauce. new. Every day. Interesting. Um, that's the only one. Do you eat yams, Joey? Uh, I will. I won't choose to eat them, but I will eat them if 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 I'm forced to. Um, I, my mom makes it every year, and it always just ends up being a uh, my wallah who always eats the yams. At least somebody eats it. Yeah. Um, oh, um pumpkin or apple pie? Uh, it depends. It depends. Is the apple pie warm and is there ice cream? Yeah. Then you I, always have that. That's how you have to do it, though. Is it wrong to say that I do both? <laughs> is it wrong? No, I mean, I, I've heard of that. Because um, my sister, my sister makes like like a special like it's not like a normal pumpkin pie. Like she makes like it's got like a pumpkin cheesecake. Like it, it has it's like a pumpkin pie, and then it has like a layer of like whipped cream under it in between like the the pie crust and the, and the pumpkin pie and it tastes absolutely amazing interesting yeah so i i honestly have to go with both and i don't i don't want to i don't want to pick one and disrespect the other uh, i i would disrespect pumpkin pie and say i, I prefer apple pie <laughs> i saw a video the other day of some guy like throwing a pumpkin pie in somebody else's face and they pulled it away and all there was was just the indentation of the guy's face in the pie and like there was like barely anything on the guy's face and somebody goes i now found i now found out why nobody uses pumpkin pies to throw at people it doesn't work the one the one thing i do hear about apple pies is that you can never cut them up it's true cutting up cutting up apple pie is the worst but it's so delicious yeah it is but um Thanksgiving, like I said, always happy. Yeah. And Arizona, I don't know if they won Thursday night, but I will say that they're my high of the week because they won versus Bills on a. On I don't know a- if you can beat twice in, twice in one uh, one year, Mike. It's a tall order. We will see. We shall see. They're playing really good football, so we shall see. But um, Cliff Cliff has to work on his game calling. Third and one, he always. Third and one, it's always a QB power. It works though. No matter no matter where it is, it, it's never. Every time I've seen it, it's never worked for for Kyler. Uh, they should do the uh, the jump pass, fake the QB power, and and throw it to the tight end. They could use the extra height. Oh, not the even jump, that. The jump, the jump would work for the. Extra they should they should call Tebow. They should call Tebow and ask him how to properly execute it. That's true. Or um, Derrick Henry. Mm. I'm gonna say Derrick Henry's actually really good at it too. Um, yeah. but yeah. Is it is that all you had for for highs and lows there, bud? Yeah, that's uh, those are gonna be my highs and lows of the week. Cool, cool, cool. Then we can jump into the special part of this week's episode. We got nothing else for you guys besides basketball and draft review. Um, this is this is a, a special NBA episode. draft, NBA draft, not Uncle Sam's draft. Yeah, no, we're not going. We're not going to Korea. Don't worry. Um, but yes, so just just you know, starting off here, overall thoughts. Um, this was one of those drafts, Michael. Well, I, w- I am actually willing to say I barely knew anybody in this draft. Like I was watching, I was watching the whole first round, and as Naves went off the board, I was like, "Huh, I have heard of him. I've never seen him play." You know, it was a this was a weird year, and I think that has a lot to do with COVID, obviously, and we didn't get to see a lot from uh, you know March Madness has a lot to do with people's draft stocks and stuff. So and the combine, and the combine, so we didn't get to see that. 
but this uh this year's draft was uh like a real like it was a weird one like it was like you never really knew what was gonna happen who was gonna go where um like pj asked me he was like oh so who do you think like give me a prediction for who the heat are gonna pe- pick and i i looked him in the eyes i said i have no clue just hope it's somebody that can rebound and that's exactly what we did and that's exactly what we did but um Surprise picks for me, I did not expect Patrick Williams to go as high as he did. I did expect him to go in the first round, but I did not expect him to go number four overall. Um, a lot of people are upset about that pick. I actually think it's a good pick. Um, it's a Billy Donovan pick. He, he picked a big athletic guy who can dribble the ball. Smart in my, in my opinion. But he's, I mean, he's 6'8", 225, and he's, and he's 19 years old, Michael. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a good pick. The, everybody's saying that he's unproven, but that he has uh, probably one of the biggest upsides in the draft. But that was definitely the surprise pick for me was uh, Patrick Williams going for it. Like, I, I literally sat there with my mouth open for like 10 minutes. Like, I cannot believe that just happened. That happens to the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bulls, they got to make waves. They got a new front office and a new head coach. So they got to make some waves. Yeah. Um, what, was your, what was your surprise pick there, Paul? Um, I have two. One of them is not more of a pick. It's uh, a no pick, and it's Miles Powell from uh, Seton Hall. Yeah, didn't that guy give like? Didn't that guy score like thirty points like twelve plus times this year or something like that? It's like like a stupid amount. Of, like, like I was reading a tweet the other day. that said like he gave he gave like half the half the the the, the first round lottery like thirty points by himself. Yeah. I mean, him and Marcus Howard were like the top two uh, or top in the league in uh, points per game, and none of them got drafted. It's weird, right? Yeah. But I saw I that. Oh, I've seen him. He's played. He's first seen the Hall. Louisville plays him almost every year. He's a big, athletic, physical, tough guard. So to yeah. see him he not signed, get drafted. He ended up he signing signed, with signed, the Knicks. He signed with the Knicks. But, um, yeah, I saw it today on Bleach Report where it said he didn't get redrafted. And I was a bit surprised because he's always a problem. No, he is. Um, it, Honestly, he'll he'll crack an NBA roster. I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, yeah, I will agree with you though that that being the two top the two top point getters from last year's season don't get drafted. That is weird. I wonder if that's ever happened. Um, to be honest, I have no idea. I know that I know that FSU became one of the uh, one of the first schools to ever put uh, two guys in the lottery that never started a game in college. I did see that on Twitter. That was uh, that was pretty cool. I, n- I had never I've never heard of that one before. So the to. It's gonna help FSU in recruiting a lot. They put yeah. two guys in. They put two guys into the lottery this year. They got two guys drafted last year. They have like eight guys in the league now. I mean, Leonard Hamilton's on a tear right now. Yeah. Um, oh. Another surprise pick is a uh, Precious. Precious. I will say surprise just because I never really heard his name during the Heat uh, drafting reports. Yeah, it was either. it was always more Vernon Carey. Right. It was a big, and I was I was on the Vernon Carey bandwagon. I was ready. I was like, yes, draft running carry. I'm in. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's precious. I mean, we got base. I haven't fully read the full report on precious yet, but what I've read so far, it's just, he's basically another bam. Yeah. He's, he's six, nine. He's got a seven foot wingspan. I mean, his motor is crazy. Apparently he can jump out of the gym. He's got a little bit of a jump shot. Um, he shot like 35% from three, which for a power forward is pretty good. I mean, you know that he have a good shooting coach too, so they can, uh, they can add that. But when they asked Pat Riley about it and he said, uh, you know, we were just looking for a guy who could help bam down low, which me and you have been saying for since the playoffs started that we need rebounding. And, um, you know, at the same time as like Bam, he can dribble and he can run the floor. So I think uh, they did a good job of drafting towards our system for sure. One pick in the draft. I think we did a good job with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, another, you know, side note, I think that the Heat secretly have like a uh, a requirement that you uh, you have to have a cool name in order to get drafted by us now. We had, ju- we, we had Justice. We had Justice Winslow. We got Bam. We got Tyler Hero. Um, and now we have Precious. Did you know? Do you know what Precious's brother's name is? No. His brother played for St. John's. His name happens to be God's Gift. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Pretty funny. But um, yeah, I'm very happy with the Precious pick. I was I was just as surprised as you were, to be honest. Um, I had yeah honestly didn't know what we were talking about. They were. They I was at, I was at work for most of the draft, so I didn't see uh any of the picks. So my dad was like, oh, the heat on the clock. I was like, oh, okay, tell me who they pick. And I was expecting to see Bernie Carey. Yeah. And then I just see Precious. I was like, who is that? I was at uh, I was at Chili's for two-for-one beer night. 
Nice. Yeah. So I was sitting there. I was like, precious, interesting. But um, what's the, uh, what's the over under on the amount of times Heat social media will use a my precious uh gifs on him? Oh God, Michael, it's through the roof. Whatever the over is, take it. Whatever the over is in that scenario, you take take it because it's gonna be like out of this world. My precious. It will be. I saw. I- I saw a tweet where they were like, uh, they were like, imagine driving to the rim and meeting Precious and Bam there. I saw it too. It's going to hurt. <laughs> um, but yes, the Heat, uh, if you guys can't tell, me and Mike are both very happy with the Heat's pick. Um, picks. Pistons had a really good night. Uh, they traded for a lot of picks. They picked up a couple point guards, and I think they picked up a center too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know they got that kid Killian Hayes from France, who I've been hearing about for a couple years now. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see who else. Oh, okay, they ended up. They got that guy uh, Sadiq Bay um, in a in a deal with the Nets. I remember that he was uh, he was good, and they got another guy named Isaiah Stewart. So I mean, they loaded up on young talent, which is what they needed. Um, they needed to get some depth pretty much at all positions. So that was good. Uh, dude, the best part about last night's draft was was the analysts completely roasting the Kings. You know how like every time it comes up and it's like, oh, what does this team need? Oh, what does this team need? Did they say everything? <laughs> it literally said the Kings need depth at every position. Damn. They really did them dirty like that. I was like, wow, you're really going to get them like that. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny. Another thing that, uh, surprised me was no blue bloods in the lottery for the first time since 20, since 2000. So 20 years. Yeah. I'm uh, looking right now. Yeah. Wait, uh, what, what is a lot? What pick? 14. End Damn. Cole, yeah, Anthony, Cole Anthony missed Anthony it by one pick. It. Cole Anthony missed it by one pick. Damn. I only know that because Austin Rivers got drafted at 14. And when he, when he did get drafted at 14, I was, uh, they said like, Oh, he just scratched the lottery. Like one more pick and he wouldn't have been in the lottery and he would have lost like a good amount of money from like way back when. So that's the only reason I know the answer to that question. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that, that's a, that's an interesting stat. You don't see that happen a lot. Mm-mm. There was a lot of international players go a lot uh, this year too. Um, like, like there was a there was a Serbian guy, there was an Israeli guy, there was one guy from Greece, an Argentinian. There was an Argentinian. A lot of international kids get, getting drafted this year, which just goes to show you, um, you know, how big uh, basketball has a reach around the world. Yeah, but do these international kids really do much? Giannis, Luca, Giannis, Luca, Dirk, um, Kristaps, Tony Parker. Technically, Tim Duncan's from the Bahamas. I don't know. I think we'll I think see. they I think they do enough. I do. We'll see. I think I think it's only going to go up. I mean, I I can name a couple more off the top of my head: Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. I mean, Buddy Heald. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I meant more like Euro, like Europe. Oh, I mean, a lot they, of these. They, they always praise the, the European players as if they're NBA ready. Yeah. I think it's just because they've been playing in like those European leagues for so long that it like mm-hmm. I, I guess they're just accustomed to playing like professional basketball already. The European players, the European players always high praise them, and like I've never really seen Europe players besides Dirk, Luca, Giannis, and Kristaps. Yeah, I know they were saying that that kid. Um, well, Tony Kukoc was like the best European player for like years, and then the Bulls drafted him. Yeah, you really didn't do much. Same thing they, yeah, they, but they won. They won like three titles. Yeah, they won three titles off Jordan. They didn't win three titles off. All right, but he started. All right, you know what I mean. I, I get you. I get you. Um look, at, um, look at Darko. Yeah, Darko is bad. Okay. Frank Tilakina went like drafting like top five with the Knicks. That's well, true. I don't even know where the fuck he is now. Listen, I'm not. I'm not arguing your point here. I'm just saying that you know, for for every point you have, I, I can give you a counter one. So I think I think it's fair to say that you know, international no, players. I, I know. Um, but yeah, draft draft winners and losers, Mike. Who's your Who's your big draft winner of last night? Um. Okay. So well, I'll go a nice one. Um. OKC with all these. Um. Yeah. Obviously, okay. Making OKC one. They have a lot of picks in the future. I, I hope there's has to be like a 
0.2% chance that they fucked this all up with all the draft picks they have. Yeah, they ended up getting they ended up getting that guy um the the Israeli guy too. The Israeli guy got uh traded to him. Yeah, with all these picks it's in the future it's damn near impossible. They they screw this up. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give them a point two percent chance because there's always a chance for something. There's always a chance they screw it up, but I don't. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think that. I don't see how. It, it's really hard to screw up thirty-two first-round picks in five years. It is, but at the it's same time, really hard. At the same time, they also messed up uh, KD, Russell, and James Harden. So yeah. it, there, there's always. That's why I point two because it, it looks damn near impossible on paper. But they have twenty percent of of the next. Of the next five years, first round picks. Yeah, we'd be surprised. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm I'm with Mike on that. I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him like a a, a three percent chance they fuck it up. Yeah. Um, I will say I'm looking at this now. I do like the um. Obviously, we said the Heat, so we're gonna throw that in there. Yeah, um, we're happy. I think the Knicks drafting Obi and draft uh, um signing Miles. It's not. They're not bad picks. They're not no, bad. Signs. No, not a bad pick. No, I think that's a good pick. I do. Um, I they're, think they're both, they're the, both the Knicks good, actually did a guys. good. Job. I was say I think the Knicks actually did a good job of not fucking this up this year. No, they're they're both good physical guys. They drafted the Argentinian Leandro. Never seen him play, so I can't. Really yeah, but they that. traded him. I think. Oh, they did. Yeah, I think they sent him to the Timberwolves. Oh, you're right. They did. I remember seeing that after the pick. I think they sent him to the Timberwolves. You're right about um, that. you are. Um, but yeah, Obi. Good physical forward. Oh, Obi's a good pick. Everybody's a little upset because Obi's old, but I mean he's only twenty two. That's the thing. Everyone, these they're I I saw it on Twitter. They're so driven with the analytics and like age just throws out your year. If there's I was gonna say there's something to be said for the fact that he's you know been dominating college basketball for like three years now and he's the AP Player of the Year. I mean you're not a scrub and get that award. Yeah, they they throw away if you make it if you stay. For your junior year, they automatically throw you out a top five pick. Yeah, I know. They say they, they say he's too old. That's that's one of the that was one of the flaws they had on Miles. They, they, they he hate, was too old. Yeah, they hate the fact that you can stay for four years, or if you stay past your sophomore year, they hate that. They were talking to the Knicks yesterday. The Knicks were really surprised that Obi fell to them. They thought Obi would be gone within the first like five or six picks. So, they, I think they did a good job of capitalizing on the fact that he was there. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um. For for uh, me, oh, I had I had one. I had oh, one. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, it's it's a it's a winner and loser. Okay, it's a combo. My winner will be the Hornets for drafting. Hey, that's Lamello my winner. Ball. I'll take my winner for drafting Lamelo Ball and Vernon Carey. But at the same time, my loser is Michael Jordan because he drafted Lavar Ball, basically. <laughs> yeah, but he's going across the country. Lavar lives in Los Angeles. Oh, Lavar will be there. He won't be at every game, though. No, he'll be there. He's up to deal with a lot of shit. He's going to get some lot of calls from LeVar say, why don't you start doing my son anymore? Yeah. How much? Oh, okay, be honest with me. How much have you heard from LeVar since Lonzo got to, to, to New Orleans? Yeah, but I feel like Lonzo is always more independent. No, but when he was with the Lakers, LeVar was running his mouth, and then he went to New Orleans, and LeVar shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, because, I mean, towards the end of it, the Lakers told them. Well, LeBron, that's when LeBron was saying, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're not allowed. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah, he got he played with LeBron, right? Didn't yeah, he, he did. No, no, I know that, but I didn't know LeBron. Yeah. LeBron told me to get the Le- fuck out LeBron, yeah. If, if you think LeBron was going to let LeVar be around there, I had news for you. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, for Michael stole mine, but I do think the Hornets were the big winners of this year's draft. Um, the, the LaMelo pick, I, I honestly thought LaMelo should have got one. I don't know. The Timberwolves, I wanna, I'm going to make this point first. The Timberwolves just drafted a guy number one overall who says he doesn't really want to play basketball. Yeah. Like he was asked and he said, no, I don't really like basketball. If it doesn't work out in a couple of years, I could always become a rapper like Damian Lillard. And then he was also quoted to saying that if the NFL were to take him right now, he would go play football over basketball. Who drafts a guy who doesn't want to play basketball number one overall? All because you can't spike a basketball, but you can spike a football. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I really whoever whoever coached Anthony Edwards on answering these questions did a terrible job. And somehow he still went number one overall. 
But yes, he's I do. Good. He's not a bad player, but I think Lamelo. Yeah, I, I'm biased. I don't like Georgia. Um, I think Lamelo falling to the Hornets, big big win. Um, and then them getting Vernon Carey at the start of the second round is huge too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Warriors are going to draft Lamelo. No, I didn't think the Warriors were going to take him either. Um, I, he was, it was either one or three for him. I'm sure yeah. he's happy with going three. Um, but my, the, it's funny that you mentioned the Warriors. My loser for this draft is actually the Warriors. And I know and it's not are, because of who they drafted. I was going to say it's not because of who they picked. It's, it's because of what happened right before that, and they didn't adjust their strategy for picking. So I guess we have the, the, we have the, uh, the advantage of hindsight here. Mm-hmm. But for, you, for those of you who don't know, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles. He's out for the season again. I feel I feel like had they known that they might have considered they might have taken Lamelo right they probably still would have gone James Wiseman but I feel like they would have considered Melo a bit more I th- don't don't get me wrong I think James Wiseman was absolutely what they needed they needed a big man who was young and could run the floor and could play in their their small ball tactics while still being a force in the middle I think James Wiseman is the perfect player for that but they just lost their second best scorer and probably one of the best shooters on the planet. Um, so they're, they're going to either – Andrew Wiggins is either going to need to step the fuck up or they're going to need to go get another shooter. This all started because in game six of the finals, Clay Thompson went for fast break dunk and Danny Green followed up from behind. Yeah, I hope Danny Green knows that this is all his fault. Do you think he knows that? I don't know. I mean, I, me, I, I've seen all when the pictures – the post came out about Clay uh, tearing his Achilles – a lot of people are slandering and uh, ripping on Danny Green. I mean, obviously, I was joking around. Um, it sucks, but... Yeah. Uh, um, another one for me that I really liked was uh, the Magic getting Cole Anthony at 15, I thought was huge. Because they, they can put him in the backcourt with Markel Fultz. Takes a little bit of the, uh, the ball handling and scoring uh, burden off of Fultz for a little bit. The Magic are also going to get Jonathan Isaac back uh, healthy. And from what I hear, they're shopping Aaron Gordon to look for more shooters. So the Magic are making moves. And I think, uh, I think taking Cole Anthony is a good move there. I mean, he basically carried North Carolina this year. That's true. Whenever he was on the court, on the court there. Someone has to teach him how to put a headband on. I will say that. Yeah. Um, another one I liked was uh, the Pelicans did a good job. The Pelicans ended up drafting one point guard and then tra- trading for another. Yeah, they took the point guard out of Alabama, uh, Kira Lewis Jr., at 13, which I thought was a good pick. And then they ended up getting um, the other Australia guy, RJ Hampton, in a deal with I'll tell you the right Bucks. Now. Yes, in a deal with the Bucks. So they, I mean, they immediately, immediately, uh, you know, fixed their Drew Holiday problem. And they still have Lonzo. So I think that, that the Bucks did a good job of picking up what they needed. Yeah. Or not the Bucks, I'm sorry, the Pelicans. But um, yeah, like I said, this draft was weird. It was really, really fun to watch because you know you didn't really know what was going to happen next. You kind of just had to sit there and wait. You know, a lot of the times we know who's going to go one, two, and three. Like last year, we know who's going to go one, two, and three. Um, so it's really interesting. Uh, you know, when you when you don't know everything. But I mean, that's pretty much all I had. This draft was cool. I, I had a good time watching it. Um, got a little drunk watching it. Uh, but uh, I, that's all I had on the draft. Do you have anything else, Mike? Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I had something, but I forgot. But I can't really think of anything else right now. Uh, the Lakers traded their only pick. I'm pretty sure. I, I think mean, so too. Jay teams. And I say teams don't really. Uh, LeBron teams don't really draft anyway. No. Considering Napier. I'm gonna say considering or uh, what about the guy? Um, who's the other guy? Uh, Colin Sexton. Yeah. Uh, Cassius Stanley. That was that was one I meant to Cassius. Yeah. Uh, where do you go? Cassius Stanley went to the Pistons, and Cassius Winston ended up getting drafted by the Thunder, but he got traded to the Wizards. Mm. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, a lot of there were, like you said, uh, there were some names um, that I thought were missing. Trey Jones went to the Spurs. I think that's a good spot for him. I think that they can really use him, um, especially because he's such a good defensive guard. That's not a bad pick. It, it took honestly. He, he, I didn't think he was gonna. I didn't think he was gonna fall out of the first round. He did though, right? Yeah, I know he he didn't go to like forty six or something like that. Damn. Oh no, forty one. I'm sorry, forty one. Jordan Noir mentioned earlier, but he's now a Milwaukee Buck. Yeah, I hope he cracks their roster. I actually like Noir. I like the I like the way he plays. He tries to play hero ball every now and then, but I like the way he plays. He does. 
No, he's not a bad player, but yeah, he does have a that tendency of playing hero ball. Yeah, which which could kind of got annoying at times, but yeah, but I mean player. that won't happen in the NBA. No, um, no, but he he's definitely his play style is definitely uh, advent advent advantageous. I can't speak. I'm sorry, advantageous um to to uh, the way that the Bucks and you know basically the whole NBA plays now. Yeah. But um. Yeah, really, really cool draft this year, and I'm glad we got to do this. You know, this big uh, draft review segment. I mean, if you don't have anything else, Mike, I think we can uh, we can go ahead and wrap this week up. Yeah, you have yeah, any? I can't remember what I had in my head, but that's, oh. that's pretty much it. Sorry, guys, My Michael, uh, Michael, Michael's got a bad memory. I do too. It happens. Yeah. Um, wear your mask, people. Wear your mask. That's true. Um, and if you guys are not as disappointed about the Knicks fucking this up as we are. You might be, who knows, but uh, we're really happy that you guys keep tuning in and we're just going to keep shooting out episodes to you guys. So, you know, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, let us know mm-hmm. at forever disappointed on all social medias. Sir, sure. just create a new Facebook page too. Oh, look at that. You heard that people. Michael's ahead of the game. Yeah. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. Take care guys.